today on CityCast Denver. I still remember the day in 1995 when the Denver Public Library revealed its massive renovation of the Central Branch, designed by legendary architect Michael Graves. Back then, Denver was still a pretty sleepy city. And before the renovation, the Central Library Branch on Broadway, originally built in 1955, was a beautiful but modest design by Denver's own Burnham Hoyt. But Michael Graves transformed the space, and we book lovers in Denver felt so lucky to have such a unique library. Now, the Denver Public Library's Central Branch has been under renovation again. Construction started last year and is still ongoing, but parts of the library are starting to reopen. Most recently, the much-anticipated new Children's Library, which officially opened last week. I couldn't wait to see what they did with it. So me and my producer, Lizzie Goldsmith, met up with Central Library Administrator Rachel Fuel to check it out. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Okay, Bree, why don't you give me a tester? Hello. Welcome to CityCast Denver. This is about as loud as I'm going to be talking, since we're in a library. (laughs) When we walked into the Central Branch Library last week, it was still very much under construction. It's hard to see the changes yet, and a lot of areas are still closed off. But one thing that's very accessible and open to the public right now, the brand new Children's Library. Rachel, where are we right now? We are in the Central Library in downtown Denver in our brand new children's library. And if I'm walking into the library from the Broadway entrance, where is the children's area now? Oh my goodness, it is so easy to find now. As soon as you walk into our Broadway entrance, you just take a right and it will be very evident that you're in a brand new, very exciting space. Before, you used to have to sort of walk to the back of the library if you were coming from the Broadway side? Yeah, from either side. It was a little bit kind of hidden, tucked away in the middle of our grand hallway. Um, And then there was a kind of a dark little hallway you had to go through to get into the children's space Um, and now we have a huge openings very accessible um, and yeah you can see it right away (laughs) so what do we find when we first walk in past the um, you know if we want to talk to a librarian what else would a kid see oh my gosh everything is new and different To your right, we're going to look at our project room. Oh, cool. Um, So there's going to be a lot of passive activities you can do in here, a lot of making, crafting. Oh, wow. It is like a super craft area. Yes. If you look on the floor, too, in this space, we also can find our street. If you can identify that this is the Denver Public Library, Central Library. Oh, so there's a little outline of the Denver Public Library building on the floor, and then the floor is actually a grid of the city. It is. It's a map of downtown Denver. Oh, cool. So if you're a kid who lives nearby, you might be able to find where your house is. What else do we got here? Alphabet climbing wall for babies. Yes. Okay. Get into it. really interested. We saw some of these at a neighboring library system um, with the tilted tops. So they look kind of like dog houses. Yeah. Um, And so we can display our books face out because that's kind of the best part about picture picture book shopping, right? Yeah. To see the covers. And so with that angled kind of dog house roof, 
You can display the covers. I mean, I can see how enticing that would be for kids because they can see the books. Yes, they can see yeah, the covers. Little tiny spines staring at them. Yeah, That's boring. I know. This is fun. <laughs> this is great. The thing I really wanted to talk about was, you know, it's the library. We think of books, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's so much more going on here. So now that we're sort of in the the little little kid area. What kinds of things do you have to offer kids beyond books? Oh my goodness, we have a lot of fun things. Um, so we have this wonderful light table, so kids can play with the um, little magnetic blocks um, and set them up on the table. Um, kids like to do that one. And we have a Lego table that also transforms into a train table. Oh, train tables are wildly popular. Right. I know from working in toy stores, Oh, if you've lost your kid at the mall, they're Definitely at the train table. They're at the train table, for sure. That is a popular item. So we'll be able to switch it up, too, pretty regularly cool. to have, like, le- le- Lego side up, and then, you know, maybe every month or something, we'll flip it over. Um, and then when kids come in the next time, they'll have a new adventure. I love this idea, too, because it just gets kids around books, right? It's not just like, here, sit at a desk and read a book. It's like, come in, play with some stuff. Hey, you love dinosaurs, and you've got some dinosaur toys? We've got some books about dinosaurs. Yes, yes. Like, I love this idea of introducing books as part of play and, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so they just really associate it as, like, a fun activity. Like, yeah, I'm pumped. We're going to go get 10 books and I get to play with my dinosaurs and train table. Yeah. So we want kids to feel excited about coming into the library and wanting to spend time here. Yeah. We get sad, but we are slightly happy when kids cry when they leave here yeah. <laughs> because you <laughs> because know they, they want to such a good time they want to stay yes <laughs> we feel bad for the parents but we're like oh good we got another one oh. <laughs> i grew up uh going to the virginia village branch yeah. and i still remember my librarian mary was like oh i just remember going to see her and having this great connection of like there's a fun person that always is there to show me cool books and like it was just I, I don't know. It's a really lovely experience, and it's something that I'm really excited about establishing with my son. That is so awesome. Yeah, we totally want that, too. Like, we're really looking to make connections with people who come in, learn more about their life, learn more about what they need. And, you know, that's one of our big values, connection. Let's go look at some of those other things. Let's do it. Because I'm so curious. Also, you have a family restroom. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Nothing is more stressful than trying to deal with a baby in a public restroom, so I appreciate that. We have two, and we can look in there, too. We have a changing station inside the stall and another one next to the sink. Oh, that's awesome. For those messy situations. Seriously. Sometimes (laughs) it's like a balancing act of like, how do you wash your hands while you're also holding an infant? You know what I mean? Yes. It's crazy. I know. I never thought I'd be so excited about bathrooms. <laughs> this renovation. I get so stoked when I'm like, yes, yes, all gender, great public restrooms, clean restrooms, <laughs> sweet. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, this is no joke. This, this is, is a fancy bathroom, super accessible, lots of space. This is free tampon and pad dispenser, free, little potty, big potty, free tampons. I'm all about that. You the know, rules. Get in here. I, I love the step stool <laughs> for kids to use the bat or to wash their hands. This is great. Cool. Yes. Yeah. So we're walking farther into the space. 
What else do we got here? We've got beautiful little tables set up with games. Yeah, so we're getting younger. So we've passed through graphic novels and nonfiction. So we're heading into the little kid zone. Okay. With picture books. And we have more of our medias back here, too. Um, and then these kind of, yeah, more more interactives that you can come in and play chess, come in and use an iPad. Um, a lot of fun things for kids to do. I see a little, like, cubby area in the bookshelf. <gasps> Let's look at Tell it. Tell me about this little cubby hole. Yeah, we really wanted to create a space, too, where, um, you know, if a parent is, is shopping for books to check out, the kids can be with them, but they'll have some fun stuff to do. So there are little tunnels, um, little um, kind of like reach throughs that you can pass oh, a ball cool. through. Um, I always envision myself with my sister at the library and like grabbing her leg as she walks by. <laughs> There's going to be a little mischief, I'm sure. Sure, <laughs> sure. A lot of them have like textures on the inside too. So yeah, really seeing a mirrors cool in the cubby experience. holes and. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to get my crawly kid in here. I know, right? Send him through a tunnel. Oh, this is so cool. (laughs) So as part of our renovation project, too, we've never really had a dedicated space for teens. um, And we've never really had had dedicated staff for teens. So we're really working on um, this is not totally funded. So we're still seeking funding. But at least when we open our other floors, upper floors, there will be teen materials up the stairs from children's so cool if you come in with your you know a 10 year old and a 13 year old sibling 13 year old can just pop up the stairs and they're in their spot oh that's so cool and sometimes we have older kids who come in and they're kind of watching their younger school age kid and we want them to be nearby yeah uh, but we know those you know teens also want their own space they want their own space yeah absolutely they don't want to be with the little kids no that's dorky. <laughs> Nothing's worse than being a baby. Yeah, right. Don't want to be called a baby. I've learned. The worst. Um, so let's just go to the very back of the children's area, which is this beautiful all windows area. What's going on back here? Yeah, so this is like the semicircle of this building on the first floor that overlooks Civic Center Park. Um and back here, we're going to be doing story times and programs. Oh, cool. Okay. And back here, um, we have beautiful windows, great light coming in, and lily pad light fixtures that are um, they're sound absorbing. Yeah. So we can have like loud story times and really, you know, live it up back here without disturbing the whole library. <laughs> While still also keeping the space open. Like it's not a closed door. Yeah, exactly. We really wanted that too for story time families because, you know, some kids have sensory issues or sure. um, just don't want to be like right in the thick of it. Uh, but we still want them to feel welcome to that story time and welcome to listen if they want to sit maybe on the other side and look at a book while that is happening. That's totally okay. We're cool they can with that. still be part of the action. Yep. Um, you also have really deep uh, window sills, so kids can sit in the window and read. They totally can. I love that. It's great, isn't it? It looks so inviting. Oh, like if I was a kid, good. I would love to like curl up <laughs> with a book and look out the window. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that. Uh, that's what we're going for. I love it. I love it. Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you, Bree. This was awesome. You're I welcome. like cannot wait to bring my kid back. Yay, we can't wait to see you here. Oh, my great. My we're gonna bring <laughs> Nana with us. She's gonna love it. I feel very fortunate. My parents were like obviously big library buffs, so 
I'm excited to bring that into my kid's life too. Awesome. So cool. Yay. The full renovation is expected to be completed next year, but you could visit the Central Branch in limited capacity, including the new children's library, Sunday through Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Residents of Valeria Swansea have been calling for it for years, and now they're finally going to have it, their very own grocery store. It's not going to be a Safeway or a King's, but a Noir Market. The company started as a pop-up shop in Montbello with fresh produce for sale and spotlighted products made by local Black entrepreneurs. Denverite reports that Noir Market will open a permanent space in a new building at 48th and Vine, so stay tuned. Recently, La Alma Lincoln Park was closed off following a deadly shooting. And yesterday, the Denver Post reported that Civic Center Park will also permanently keep sections of its grassy areas closed. Some areas may be used as, quote, pass-throughs, but there will be no standing in certain grassy areas of a park. Anecdotally, my Twitter feed was lit up by folks sharing that other smaller parks in Cap Hill, like Govs Park and Quality Hill Park, have also been fenced off. Which leads me to wonder, is Denver struggling to understand what the term public space means? That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, where today Peyton is dishing about the local book, The Holly, that might get the Hollywood treatment. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Since we're talking about libraries, I just want to give a little shout out to my uh, Denver famous librarian uncle, Ed Coots. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but I know there's a lot of librarians listening. And if you're a homie of Ed Coots, then just know he's my uncle and he's like a great librarian, but he's also the best uncle in the world.